If you're a mamapreneur looking to grow your business in powerful new ways with the support of a mastermind and a business coach, I invite you to check out A Players. Being with women who are doing the same work, who are on the same journey, people who have done what I aspire to do. And I've never been more clear on the direction of my business. A Players is a 90-day group coaching program for mama entrepreneurs looking to get to the next level in their business. This is an opportunity to step into the spotlight and earn the visibility and the progress that you deserve. It is for game changers and action takers who are looking for the strategy, peer support and accountability so they can achieve amazing milestones in their business. Making the investment in yourself is like literally opening a door to the next level of yourself. It isn't until we really take that step and invest in ourselves that we are able to grow. In just 90 days, you'll achieve some of your biggest, boldest goals, all alongside some of our incredible mamas who'll be working on exactly the same things. I feel so well-grounded, at least in that VIP experience. And I'm also not feeling like I need to go off the rails and continue to offer other options now because this is nailing it. This is one of the most supportive and results-driven programs of its kind, and we want you to be a part of it. A-Players is a very special program, and it's only open for enrollment a few times a year. So if you want to take your business to the next level, this is your chance to make the leap. To find out more and book your enrollment call, visit mamasandco.com slash coaching. Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is the Business of Thinking Big the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Well, hey there, and welcome to another episode of The Business of Thinking Big. I'm your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and I am stoked that you're here today. Thank you so much for joining me. Now, before we dive in, I want to mention that this week's episode is sponsored by my upcoming conference for mama entrepreneurs, MamaCon. It's on Saturday, October 26th in Toronto, Canada. And I'm super excited because our keynote speaker is none other than mom boss extraordinaire, Jill Stanton of Screw the 9 to 5, who is my new business BFF, by the way. (laughs) And I'm a little obsessed with her. This is a full day experience of networking and learning alongside some of the most incredible mama entrepreneurs you will ever meet. And I'm so very excited for this event. Now, today we're talking all about how to network like a boss, which I think is really appropriate right now because we're heading into sort of networking season and there's a lot of conferences and entrepreneurial events, at least here where I am in Toronto, such as MamaCon. And I want to first talk today about the biggest mistakes I see when it comes to networking. And then I want to share my top tips on how to network like a boss, like it's your job. Because to kick things off, the number one mistake that I see is people aren't doing it. 
We are no longer networking the way that we should. And I think a lot of people are doing this because they're spending more time online, which is great. I love that you all are building relationships on Instagram and Facebook and in your communities. I think that is amazing, but nothing beats the in-person human connection. And I talked about that a few weeks ago on my episode, Events That Grow Your Business with my client, Candice Tulsiram. So the reason why networking in person is so important is because think about the last time you went to an event um, and think about the people that you met there. Think about maybe one person that you met recently at an in-person event. My guess is that you are going to remember that person a lot more because you looked them in the eye, you had a real life IRL conversation with this person, you were not typing in a tiny little box, in a tiny little machine that you hold in your hand, you were actually having a live interaction with them. And this is what is I think starting to, we are starting to miss this in businesses, especially when a lot of us are operating more and more online. So really nothing quite beats this level of human connection than being in the same room with someone, especially when you're at a networking event, because if you're at an event, there's something that drew you there whether it was the organizer or the speakers or what you were hoping to learn at that event. And so you're going to likely meet like-minded people who are interested in the same things you are, which means that the quality of connection is going to be a lot stronger than some rando stranger on the internet. Um, But you probably already know that. So that is probably the number one mistake that I see is people have all good intentions of networking but they're not doing that. And probably the main reason that I hear a lot is, Leanne, I'm an introvert. I'm shy. I hate networking. I hate meeting people in person. That's not my thing. Um, I cringe at the idea of quote unquote networking events. And I get it because some of these events can be super lame, which is why I started creating my own conference, which has a totally different vibe. Um, So if that's you, if you are the introvert listening to this, then I feel you. I get it. There are days when I don't want to go to these things as well. But I'm going to ask you that you hang on to the later part of this episode where I'm going to give you some tips um, on things that you should think about maybe a little bit differently that will help you get excited about um, networking in person. Okay, so that's mistake number one. Mistake number two is we are not doing it with intention. So we see something pop up on Facebook We buy a ticket. We don't really know what it is or who it's for, but we see that some of our friends are going maybe, or maybe, you know, one of the speakers. Um, So we purchase this ticket and then here's what most people do. We don't think about this event at all until the day that it comes up. And then we think, oh, I've got to find something to wear. And I guess I got to put my game face on and head on out to this thing. Um, And again, this has been me in the past too. I have been known to do this too. So please believe me when I say you are not alone here. But the mistake we're making is we are not showing up with intention. So if you go back to my very first podcast episode where I talk about my secret formula for business success, you will recall that it is mindset first, then strategy, 
And last, it's taking intentional action. Notice the word intentional because 90% of business owners, 90% of the time are not acting with intention. We're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. So I want you to be thinking about this, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit more, about how to show up at networking opportunities with intention and to be strategic about how you spend your time at those events. Okay, the last major event, excuse me, the last major mistake that I see people make is they are focusing on quantity not quality when it comes to relationship building. And that's really what networking is all about. It is the beginning of what is hopefully going to be a fruitful and beautiful relationship with somebody new. But sometimes when we head to these events, we got a stack of business cards, 50 deep, and we're just looking to network, 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 and and meet as many people as we can back to back to back and have as many quick conversations and collect the business cards so that we can add them to our whatever. And this approach is totally backwards. And I've heard some people do talks on how to network and they'll be saying things like, while you're in a conversation, you should be looking around the room to see who you're going to go and target next. Uh, I'd like, there's so many things wrong with that advice. But basically, when you're speaking to someone, you want to be speaking to that person. And I should say, really speaking with that person and connecting with that person. So this is not about growing your database by a new hundred names. You're not going to make quality connections if you're focusing on reaching every single person in the room. And I've seen people do this and it feels a little predatory to me. Um, It feels a little desperate, to be honest. So those are the biggest mistakes that I see when it comes to networking. And I do consider myself a bit of an authority on this. Number one, I am an old school sales gal at my core. And really sales is all about relationships. Like where I come from, where I started 20 years ago in sales, we were not chatting with people on Instagram. We were building relationships. Um, And so that's the number one reason I am really, I think, an authority on this. But also, I have been throwing networking events consistently for the last five years. I, In the beginning, I was doing this once a month. I was bringing women to my house. We were going to the local pub. And now I focus on a few key networking events every single year. Um, But I am a pro at this. I do this a lot. And I think about What are the ways in which my people who are coming to these events can get the absolute most out of this experience? So that's why I wanted to share this today. And now I want to move into my top tips for you guys, because I really want you heading out to those events, but being armed with the most valuable information you can. Okay. My first tip, number one, comes from when you are selecting the events, I want you to choose events that your peeps are actually at. (laughs) I want you to think about who you really, really in your heart of hearts want to be connecting with. And I want you to choose events that those people are going to be at. So again, this is working smarter, not harder. This is being strategic about how you spend your time because you don't have endless hours every week to go to events every single night of the week, I'm sure. So I want you to be 
choosing events that also really excite you. As I mentioned, if you pick an event where you like the speaker and the venue and you like the organizer, and maybe you know a few people that are going, then that's a good sign. You're probably going to get a lot out of this event. But if you're just thinking, uh, I should probably do this thing. I guess I should probably go to this. It looks like it's uh, for, you know, people like me, then you're going to show up with a very different energy. Like I say, you're probably not going to want to go, which is going to affect how you show up. So choose events strategically where you know your potential peeps are at. And by that, I'm saying your potential dream clients or your potential partners. So for example, at MamaCon, there are going to be other moms in the room, most of whom have, I would say, younger kids, so under the age of eight or 10. And there's going to be business owners in the room. And both, of course, there's going to be moms who are also business owners. So if those people are your ideal customer, you need to be at that event. Not because you're going to sell to them or try to you know, get them as a lead, but because you want to build connections with these people. You want to understand who they are and the kinds of things that they're attracted to and the kinds of speakers that they want to learn from. So even if you look at the speaker lineup for MamaCon and you say, well, I don't think I can learn anything from these women, I want you to think about who's going to be in the audience at that event. Who is there? What are they struggling with? What do they want to know? And if those are your customers, you got to be going to these events. It is not unusual for people to come to our events and leave with multiple leads and even sales. And in fact, that's why we started bringing in a sponsorship arm of our events because the sponsors, the people whose names are on the events, they definitely know that their ideal customers are at this event. And that's why they've chosen to spend their money here. So that's tip number one. You've got to be strategic about what events you go to, especially during this busy time when there is, let's face it, there's another event or conference every single weekend. So I want you picking the ones that makes the most sense for you and your business. Okay. Tip number two, I want you to get clear on the desired end results that you would like to see as a result of attending this event. So really, when I use those words, desired and result, you probably already know what I'm talking about because you've heard me say it before. I'm talking about goals. I'm talking about you heading into this event, knowing what you want to get out of it. Again, this is just being more strategic. So are you looking to get leads? If so, that's okay. But again, 50 new leads is probably unrealistic. Are you looking to grow your Instagram followers? If that's the case, then you'll definitely want to be posting on Instagram that day and tagging the event organizers and using the event hashtag so that people at the event can find you and connect with you. But this is so, so key, guys, in everything we do in business. We're not getting clear enough on what we hope to achieve by doing the thing that we're doing. And that's what I mean when I say taking intentional action. So to go to a conference or event with intention, you need to set some goals for yourself before you go. What is it that you're hoping to achieve as a result of attending? And then I want you to visualize it. This is one of my tricks that I do when I am going to a big event or when I am throwing a big event. Here's how I do it. I basically sit down, close my eyes, and visualize the whole day 
in advance, but I do it almost like I'm watching a movie in fast forward. So I will start off with waking up in the morning and how I start my day and getting dressed and, you know, feeling good and feeling powerful and feeling excited and ready to meet new people and then visualize getting to the event uh, and getting there seamlessly, starting to meet people, shaking hands, smiling, all that good stuff right up until the very end of the day. And so I do this a lot with MamaCon actually and my larger conferences because those days really require me to be on my A game because I'm throwing the event. But the same practice could absolutely be used for when you're attending an event. Run that little mental movie in your mind leading up to any big event that you're attending, maybe for the three or four days going into it, and really mentally rehearse what you want to get out of the day. Mentally rehearse meeting those three amazing people. I'm going to talk about this in a second. Mentally rehearse, um, you know, going home with those five business cards. Mentally rehearse those 10 new Instagram followers or whatever it is that you're looking to achieve. Mentally rehearse the notebook full of pages and pages of notes that you're going to take because you're getting such valuable info at this event. But again, you need to know first what you want to get out of it. And then you need to mentally rehearse that, visualize that so that you bring that about. Energetically, this is law of attraction. We're putting it out there in the universe, what we want to get from this experience. And then on the day, you're much more likely to have those experiences. Okay. My tip number three is to aim for three new quality connections. That is it. You notice that I didn't say five or 15 or 30 I want you to make three new connections and quality connections with the right kind of people. So this takes you actually doing step number two or tip number two that I just mentioned. You got to get clear first on who you want to meet. Do you want to meet potential customers? Um, for me, when I go to events, I'm often looking for potential new speakers for my events, or I'm also sometimes looking for co-collaborators. So who is it that you want to meet? Who are those people? And again, visualize those people. If it is customers, then it's not your average everyday run-of-the-mill customer. It's your dream customer, your top tier raving fan, soon to be, can't get enough of you, um, kind of dream client, I hope, anyway. Um, so in, in order to do that, we have to cut down on trying to meet everybody in the room and just focus on having three quality conversations. And when I say this, I want to remind you that when you're having a conversation with someone, it is 100% about them and 0% about you. So you're not trying to get in people's faces and tell them all the things they need to know about you that make you so amazing. No one cares about that. Um, they're all caring too much about themselves. So your job is to find out about them. Ask them what they do, ask them what they like, ask them about their hobbies and their passions and get really a dialogue going so that when you leave there, you know everything you possibly can about that person in that few minutes time. And here's one of the keys to doing this right. When you arrive at this event, you can't just hang out with people that you already know. I'm so sorry because I know for many of you, you love going to conferences with your friends. 
And I get that. I totally do too. I am an extrovert, but I also sometimes get a little shy when I'm around new people. And yeah, sometimes I want to bring a friend, bring a buddy to an event so that I don't feel so alone. But what ends up happening is you spend all your time talking to that person and zero time making new connections. So I want you to walk around the room. I want you to look for someone you can make eye contact with or look for someone that maybe you notice something that you have in common, the two of you. Actually, one of my favorite people, Cindy Wagman, the owner of The Good Partnership, she came to one of my networking events way back in the day at a little local pub. Um, And I remember I walked over to her after the presentation and started talking to her because at the time, we both had super short haircuts. (laughs) So that is how we bonded over our unique love of short hair. And we're still friends to this day, you know, three or four years later, we talk business all the time. But I literally was just, I, I could feel a great energy coming off her. And I was looking for a way to start a conversation with her. So that's, how I did it. Um, So she probably doesn't even know that about me and her, um, but hopefully now she's listening to this and having a little bit of a giggle. Cindy, I love you. I think you're amazing. And your hair is still amazing. Okay. So that's what I want you to remember. Three new quality connections, which means making it about those new people and not just hanging out with the people that you already know. Because if you're doing that, you're not actually networking. You're not actually building your network because you're keeping the existing network you already have. Okay. And my final tip here, guys, is be sure to take the next logical step. Okay. Again, this is about taking intentional action. So don't just leave it at that conversation. What is the next logical step? Well, for some of you, that might be sending an email to set up a coffee date, right? To get to know this person more. Um, For some of you, that might be following them online, right? Or, you know, creating some sort of connection. It might be inviting them to that Facebook group you told them about in that conversation. So I can't tell you what the next logical step is because I'm not you. I'm not in this conversation and I don't know what you're trying to get out of this networking experience. But what I do know is most people leave it at the conference. They leave it at the event and the relationship drops and it goes nowhere. And therefore, their networking efforts that they put time and energy into have just kind of fallen flat. So I want you to think about if you get their business card, reach out in some way. Carry the conversation on. Um, Create a call to action. And again, I'm not into like, here's the thing I told you to buy because that's not really networking. That's selling and it will come off as aggressive and people won't love it and your networking won't work. Um, But I'm talking about taking the next step, um, having a phone call or a coffee date or a conversation where you can get to know this person more and see where, here's the key, where might there be ways for you to mutually help each other? That's the kicker. It's not about you getting something out of this. It's about can the two of you help each other grow and succeed and what might that look like. I know many a beautiful relationship that has started off at one of my conferences, either MamaCon in the fall or Business Bootcamp in the spring. I have quite a few clients and members that tell me, so-and-so is my business bestie and I met her at MamaCon back in 2017. And my heart absolutely sings when I hear that. But that wouldn't be possible if these people weren't 
following the tips that I have just mentioned in this episode. So I'm going to read them again to you one more time. Tip number one, choose events strategically that make sense for your business, where your people are at. Tip number two, get clear on what you hope to get out of this networking experience. What are your desired end results? Tip number three, aim for three new quality connections. And remember, it is quality, not quantity that matters here. And tip number four, when you're done, be sure to take the next logical step so that you can carry this relationship forward and hopefully make beautiful magic happen. Okay, that is it from me. I really hope this episode was helpful for you here at the height of networking season. I really want to encourage you to give this a try, even my introverts out there. I'm hoping that you're listening to this and realizing that there is a better way and a more strategic way for you to approach networking, and for you to network like a boss. We'll see you soon. Hey, if you are a mama entrepreneur, meaning you're a mom with a business or plans to start one, then we would love to see you at MamaCon on Saturday, October 26th in Toronto, Canada. Join myself and Jill Stanton and ladies of Mom Joe and other incredible mama entrepreneurs. This is truly an inspiring day that's going to get you moving forward in your business and your life. And we're going to have a ton of fun. So you definitely don't want to miss out. Head on over to mamasandco.ca slash mamacon. And here's a little bonus for you. Since you're listening to this right now, we want to offer you 10% off your ticket if you use the promo code podcast. That's right. P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Use that promo code at the end of checkout to save 10% on your mamacon ticket. Thanks. And we cannot wait to see you there.